0: 1071 is KTMY-FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned to learn to learn to learn? To learn? An emotional moment... Last night during the New Yorker or the, during a telethon where Tina Fey raised helped raise not just her a 115 million dollars for New Yorkers affected by COVID-19, Ooh. right? This was all a part of Rise Up New York, the Robin Hood Relief Benefit, and it was a star-studded virtual telethon raising money for the Robin Hood Relief Benefit. So That's awesome. It, That's
1: awesome.
0: Tons of money raised to so uh Good for everyone. That makes mm-hmm. me happy. Me too. People coming together. Yeah, and we're I didn't need hear anything things. you
1: just said. Okay, you're cleaning, right? No, I. Something was not working.
0: Oh,
2: okay.
1: But I heard Robin Hood. Your and ears? Your face? Okay, you're rude.
2: You are rude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of rude people on the internet Uh people criticizing kylie jenner for the way that she sliced up her mother's day cake
2: don't worry about it
0: oh no we're not doing that today no
1: the cake is no dumb
2: you guys this is where we are in quarantine and all i can think is i was supposed to get cake on mother's day you are apparently kylie jenner Mm. does
1: i was like shoot my cake sorry well, Kylie didn't th- get you cake. It's
2: your fault. The
0: internet was dragging Kylie Jenner for the way that she cut her Mother's Day cake, which was she didn't take a slice. She... Cut a circle out of the middle of the cake. Okay, wait, actually, can I just correct the
2: record very briefly on that? Yeah. It, that was in response. That was her response oh. to being dragged on social media because what people were upset about was that when she cut the initial slice out, she didn't go into the center of the cake. Thank you. It was a circular cake. She kind of like yeah, she took it did, like, off center. Yeah, well, and people got real mad about it. That's where we are. As they should. Okay, Bradley.
1: No, seriously, it is not acceptable. Cake,
2: all you need to do is get that in your mouth.
1: I know, but don't you hate it when people just, like, take a fork to something? You're like,
2: no, that's not what we do. Not when I'm the only one eating it. Well,
1: yeah. When you're alone, yeah.
0: Sorry, Holly, we've
2: taken your... No, that's
1: fine. You have
0: have filled in a lot of important (laughs) details because looking at the picture on Kylie Jenner's Instagram account of her cake, it's like both... Cuts yep. are trash. Well, and like, she basically both are trash.
2: That was where she was like, It's my cake? I'll cut it the way I want."
1: I'm a billionaire. Oh, that's a good look.
0: <laughs> well, it says Forbes okay. magazine. Yeah,
1: Teve exactly. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Torbs. Remember Teve Torbs? What? what? Oh my God! Saturday Night Live reference, and you guys don't get it? No. Mm-mm. Wow, y'all is real sad and we'll take s- torbs <laughs> for the win
0: we'll take our sadness and leave now because mm-hmm. that's all the time we have for in this dirt alert update for more check out mytalk1071.com or download the mytalk app thanks for alerting us mytalk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 8:20 12:20 and 5:20 on mytalk1071
1: Still
2: Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one zero seven one streaming live at my talk 1071com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer hey I can't see you Bradley why because you're not on our Google hangout oh, weird yet.
1: it looks like it's trying to get you let I me mean, okay I wanna hang out with
2: for us. those of you who have not heard yet <laughs> where have you
1: been two months yes.
2: welcome um, we have now for two months seriously for two months oh almost
0: Oh off your mic, Brad.
1: <laughs> wow, that's a fun sound. <laughs>
0: that was exciting. Uh,
2: for Brad two, in a can. For two months, we have been social distancing here at the radio station, which means Holly's in one room where she normally is. I'm in my normal spot, but Bradley, who usually sits in the same room as I am in, across from me... Is in a whole different room.
1: Yes, I'm in a bunker that has been certified hermetically sealed. Wonderful. Is that true? No, because if it were, I would have no oxygen and would be dead.
2: That would be bad. Okay, so we uh, like to look at each other over Google Hangouts so that we can uh, talk to each other like normal human folk. Hey. So, uh, any who, any who's he, what's he that's not how we've decided to start the show today. I wanted to get started, um, with something we talked about a little bit yesterday. This is the story of, I don't, I don't, I want to say, I'm going to say feud, but that doesn't feel like the right word. It's just the easiest word okay. between Alice and Roman. And Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. So Bradley, you're so good at giving the upshot. No, he'd be. Sorry, you're just better at it than I am. That's an excuse. No, it's not. It's a compliment.
1: Okay, thank you. I take the compliment. Okay. So, how did this all start? <laughs> okay, basically, um, Allison Roman in an interview. Now, if you don't know Allison Roman. Let's just call this a foodie war, shall we? That's yes. what a lot of like lazy publications were doing over the last few days. You have these. Uh, it's not really a war. Allison Roman said some uh, nasty things about Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo, um, and she. I don't want to like make her excuses for her. I feel like we fall into that trap a lot, um, thereby making it sound like there was a justification or an excuse for what they did. But Alison Roman made some comments that were pretty pretty pig-headed, dumb, racist, um, culturally inappropriate, whatever labels you want to attach to it, and there are many, she made those comments in an interview, seemingly trying to separate herself from um, the women that she referenced, Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo. Now, in the doing of that, again, created a huge backlash against her. Um, But then that that also led to that thing that happens now where nothing is ever really about the thing for very long. And then suddenly everybody else shows up with their own particular issues and brings them to bear on this conversation and or issue and or debate and or troll fest, whatever you want to call it. Allison Roman, this um, New York Times food critic, writer, not critic, writer and. um,
2: Chrissy Teigen.
1: Person. Oh, I just okay. was saying that Alison Roman, she's a cookbook writer as well. She was talking about, I think because of her new cookbook, um, you know, how she defines herself in this interview. And then Chrissy Teigen, of course, is Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. And in addition to being a food writer and a food doer, I don't even know what you would call Chrissy Teigen. She's just a, a creator of yeah. stuff. And one of the things that she creates and has been very successful at is, Um, is, you know, a line of cookware, cookbook, um, you know, cult following on Twitter. And then Marie Kondo, of course, needs no explanation because um, Colleen has talked about her constantly. She's Mm -hmm. a huge fan. Mm
2: -hmm. No, I'm not. But it has more to do with the fact that I don't find her uh, craft to be sustainable in my life. You
1: just don't like, I mean, you're not drawn to her in the way a lot of people are.
2: I'm not. Um, so what, what ended up happening is Alison Roman said in this interview, basically like, I don't want to model my career after these women. Um, she used, and I thought this was a weird choice of words and somebody pointed this out yesterday over Twitter. So I want to give credit where credit is due, um, to the person who pointed this out, that the word that she used was horrified, um, that she's horrified by, uh, the way that, uh, Chrissy Teigen conducts herself. Uh, in terms of her business acumen, and that was a bizarre choice of words. I, and if I a were, little aggressive, you
1: know what we okay. So now let's insert ourselves into this, like uh, because we have opinions and on celebrity and other stuff, right? And so, if I were to bring my own opinion to bear, I would think like oh, she's doing that cynical thing where she's like, look at me, I'm, and this is a judgment. Now I'm going to judge her, but like, and I love, uh, up to this point, I have been a fan in some way, sideways, somewhat of Alison Roman and watching some of her food videos, etc. Um, She seems like the kind of person who likes to be sort of, I'm, I'm like hip without really trying that hard. Mm-hmm. And wink, wink, I'm, you know, like... And that's not even so much a judgment as just sort of like I can then see her thinking like by separating myself from Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo, I'm like winking to my audience and saying, oh, I'm not a sellout. Mm-hmm. But like that's really problematic. And I think she's like understanding that 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 thing that she was doing was not helpful to her, um, you know, even if she wasn't being explicit about it. Now she's just being explicit learning that it's crap and, you know, thankfully, and I think that's why we're talking about it now. Right. Um, Apologizing for it and seemingly trying to go in a different direction.
2: So she issued a one, two, and, I, you know, this is a loose uh, count of pages, like a one and a half, two page, two and a half page apology on Twitter, kind of screenshots of, you know, a document. Yeah. Um, Which is what people do when they have a lot more to say than Twitter can handle. And I, and I would applaud her for this, right? Because it does look like she really took the time to think of it. So it's about eight paragraphs and so I'll just kind of go through the outline of it I'm not going to read it word for word but the first in the first paragraph she apologizes and she says what she did I use their names disparagingly to try and distinguish myself Uh, she said I have no excuse for that then she goes on to say I've been asking myself a lot this weekend why I said what I said and she's able to identify in that that some of that had to do with her own insecurity then she follows that by saying I am not the victim here and my insecurities do not excuse this behavior. She acknowledges some of the racial undertones of what she said,
1: and she even owned like the whole. Because then people were doing this thing really quickly, mm-hmm. where they were saying like, "Yeah, also your stew—that's just like you—that's just a curry." Hi, right? Um, and then there's you know some. So people started coming at her. Uh. Her, her. her work in a way that was like, Hey, actually there's some other problematic stuff going on. Right. It's not just your words. And I and and frankly, I'm grateful that she seemingly owned that.
2: Right. And not only does she own it, she goes on to say later in this apology, it's not anybody's obligation to accept my apology or to help me improve. She does ask for she says, like, basically, like, I'm listening. And she said, if anybody wants to share their knowledge, guidance or opinions with me about how I can more responsibly navigate these areas that she's laid out in this long apology. She says, I owe you my attention and I promise to read any feedback I receive. And she gives her email. Um and she says, you know, and I understand that some will use this as an opportunity to express my ang- their anger, and I hope many will share advice. I'll read it all. And then she just says thank you to those who have, like, kind of gently shown her the error of her ways. And she apologizes once again to Marie Kondo and Chrissy Teigen, and she says she's embarrassed and she's sorry. The thing about it is, we critique apologies all the time on this
1: mm-hmm.
2: show. Yeah. Um, to me like in this moment this is such a beautifully written apology mm-hmm. it is it it really like holds holds the moment from every angle all the things that that upset people and rightly so yeah um it shows some self reflection it shows a willingness to listen and change mm-hmm. it is a great apology what will be the telling point is how she follows through on the apology yeah right but as far as an apology goes, it's really beautifully written and it, it seems very heartfelt. I will say, I think it's really interesting that Marie Kondo has stayed completely out of this conversation.
1: Yeah. Like, I feel like she's, she's not just in like, it at all. She's just like, I'm not even hearing that noise. I
2: mean, she's like rolling her underwear up and putting it in drawers. She's fine, you know, she's good.
1: Well, and it makes sense of the two women that, you know, were critiqued. The one who engaged is the one who makes a living engaging on social media. True. So, you know, it would have been weird if Chrissy Teigen hadn't weighed in on it. Yeah, um, that's like a whole separate conversation. But it is fascinating. And that's why um, what I love about this story. And if people are listening, and they're like, I, what do I care about? Some New York Times food writer and Chrissy Teigen. Dumb. Right. Because I can hear people making that. Um, I can hear people saying those things. The interesting thing is you don't have to have any personal connection to Chrissy Teigen and or Allison Roman, mm-hmm. but you will find this conversation interesting, or you should, Or, and I'm not saying our conversation, I'm right. saying the incident, interesting, because it's, it's taking place in the world that we live in, and that's social media, that's pop culture, that's business, that's, you know, creativity. There's so many different layers, like uh I asked my partner Jamie if he'd heard anything about this cuz I know he's watched uh some of Allison Roman's videos before and so he has a vague understanding of who she is and he was like oh yeah and I saw that and it like and there's no reason for him to know anything about Allison Roman right. or to pay attention most days to Chrissy Teigen other than he follows her on social media and I think there's an engagement point for like lots of people you don't just have to be living in the world cuz we're not even like you know I mean of the 3 of us, I think Holly's the one who regularly actually cooks from the New York Times. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I and mean, I didn't even realize or put the two to two together that this woman wrote some of those recipes. I mean, that's right. how out of, out of it I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know her name right. before last week. Right. So you could be week.
2: connected and not even realize what you're connected to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But that's why I think like you don't have to be well steeped in it to even find it interesting cuz you know, anybody any I'm not saying anybody can make the mistake Alison Roman did anybody can find themselves a part of a conversation that suddenly becomes way more than it uh, ever probably intended to be. Absolutely. Which I think the lesson for all of us is then to be more thoughtful. Like, you have to be aware of your words and the power of them regardless of where they're showing up.
2: Well, and I would add to that, also then, as receivers, right, of the communication, as uh, spectators, as the ones on the outside, it is also a fitting reminder that, that cancel culture it doesn't help anybody. Right. And I say that as one who has canceled people in the past, but, but giving it the space to breathe and giving the person who did the offending, the opportunity to, to recognize and learn from it before you write them off entirely. um, Because it would have been very easy to go, Oh, Alison Roman. I mean, she didn't even know what she said, but it was so offensive. And here's why X, Y, Z, but she took that. She giving her the grace Of time to reflect on it you know and then she was able to write this beautiful apology um and again the the true tell will be kind of how her behavior goes from here we did get a a tweet from panda who by the way was the one that said it was the word horrified that really turned her off um that was an odd choice of words but she said um She said, I did comment on Allison's page nicely. I'm not a troll, but I think everyone can learn from this because if we all acted more purposely and thoughtfully, the world would be a far better place. And I,
1: you know, that's beautifully put. It's hard work to like do the work. Yeah. Um, But it's necessary work. We we don't have time to talk about it. But uh, I just wanted to mention that I wish she had, I mean, I'm glad she did this apology now. But like somebody who's in the, the public eye who's trying to have a career in public, I feel like somebody should have gotten to her more quickly. Presumably it should have been herself, but mm-hmm. would have said, whoa, before I say anything, let me think this through so that I don't have to come back a week later or a mm-hmm. few days later and make the right apology. Because right. the, the, the impulse, and we talked a little bit about this before the show, a lot of times is to just get defensive, mm-hmm. or I think you said it, to dig your heels in.
2: And try to prove your your side of the argument and like, without being open to why it was offensive and yeah. upsetting.
1: Like, if you want to have an actual discussion, that comes after an apology, right. not before.
2: Right, that's true. When we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert on My Talk one oh seven one.